Hi, I'm Bill Sang, and this is the Bill Sang Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a controversial uh, topic, and that is unity. (laughs) You might be wondering to yourself, how is unity a controversial topic? It sounds like an oxymoron there. Uh, But you've heard the word unity used a lot these days, and with how it's been used, uh, you would probably consider it to be controversial. So let's talk about the topic of unity. First of all, it's important to me and probably important to you that unity indeed is a biblical topic. That is something that Jesus Christ himself calls us into unity, that God calls us to unity. He wants us to be unified together. He wants us to be one with each other the way that he is one with the Father and one with him as he's one with the Father. And so it sounds like a wonderful concept. But then we got to back up some. Jesus does talk an awful lot about about unity, but he also says something very controversial. He says to his disciples, I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. And he said that he would divide uh, father from son, mother from daughter, friends and family alike from each other. So what is it that Jesus is talking about here? Because that doesn't sound like unity at all. Well, in the first letter of the Apostle John, he says that God is light and that in him there is no darkness at all. What does John mean when he says that God is light and in him there is no darkness? God's good. That's the symbolism for light. And inside of God, there is nothing wicked. There is no darkness. Well, likewise, we as believers in Jesus Christ, uh, we are children of the light. And we cannot be unified with the darkness. In fact, the unity that Jesus is talking about among believers, among Christians, is unity with other Christians. Now, we long for the salvation of everybody in the world. We want everybody to come to know Jesus Christ and to have unity with them. But we cannot just have unity with just anybody, believer and non-believer alike. It's got to be something where we are unified with people of common values. And that takes us further into our topic of unity, because we're talking about unity as a nation. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of disunity, a lot of division inside of our country right now. And that's what we really need to address. How can we be unified as a nation? Because we're not just talking about being unified in faith, but being unified in a civil society where we can have peace, where we can live among people of different beliefs in peace. How can we have unity under those circumstances? So you heard me talking a lot about Jesus and having unity with a uh, foundation of faith. And that's probably a little bit easier than doing it in a political system, in in a nation where people have different values, different beliefs, and so forth. So I propose that what we probably need to do is go all the way back to the nation's founding, even before we even were officially a country, to the pilgrims. The pilgrims, if you recall, first of all, they had to leave Great Britain because they were divided with uh, the, the national interests of the British people and the British government. They wanted to be able to worship God the way they wanted to. 
Uh, and so they set off for the United States of America. What well, was not the United States of America, but for North America. And uh, when they landed here, what's fascinating is that they actually had to find common ground and become unified with the people that were already here, the Native Americans. And for a good while, the pilgrims were at peace with the Native Americans. They had the common goal of survival and prosperity. And so with those common values, they were able to live amongst each other and help each other out along the way so they could both survive and, and thrive uh, under the harsh conditions of North America at that time. Um, and then later on, America gets established as a country, and then another divide had to happen. Uh, the British government was imposing its belief, its, its uh, ways of life, and uh, taxes and so forth on the American people. And so again, the United States had to divide from the British government because there wasn't uh, a, a, a harmonious atmosphere being created by the political system of the British. And so uh, division and unity are not necessarily uh, always bad or good things. Uh, sometimes division can be a good thing. Sometimes unity can be a bad thing. So I, I guess how do we know uh, what we can unify under now that we have a country, we're here in America, what common values can we rally around? Well, namely the rule of law. We have to look at the Constitution of the United States. That connects every, connects every single one of us as American citizens. That if you are an American citizen, you are given all the rights guaranteed in the Bill of Rights and the American Constitution. Uh, in the Declaration of Independence, it says that you, uh, that everybody has the rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And so these are great things that we can unify under, that we can respect one another under. And we even see that in the Declaration of Independence, it says that those rights weren't given to us by government. They are given to us by God. And so these things are, are values that we can unite around as American people and be unified. Now, we have to be able to unify under those and not under some false pretense that we're unifying under the Constitution. How do we know when we are not truly unifying? When I hear that we need to unify today, one of the problems that I see also is that is we need to unify and you need to be quiet. <laughs> we need to unify, but you can't talk about this. We need to unify and you can't do these things. Well, that's not really unifying especially since those prohibitions are not backed up by rule of law. It's not saying that the law says you can't do this. It's saying we don't like it that you do these things, but we want you to unify with us and then stop doing those things or else. Uh, and there are consequences that normally follow those. And we've seen uh, censorship. We've seen cancel culture. We've seen uh, scrutiny uh, upon scrutiny. Uh, among certain sources, even against certain people. Well, when we are told to unify or else, that's not really unity that's being created. In fact, I would call that something unity for the sake of unity. And if it's just unity for the sake of unity, we're not really accomplishing anything. That's actually more damaging. Anybody that wants unity for the sake of unity 
it's probably better to be divided from such people as our founders did, as uh, the pilgrims did, um, as uh, many great people in the United States did, as Mahatma Gandhi did in India, even I would say, um, that uh, whenever it's unity for the sake of unity, it's better to become separate. Um, and I would say that's even a Christian value as we see that uh, Christianity had to divide itself from Judaism, which is what Christianity at its core actually is. It's perfected Judaism in that, reflect, in, in that respect. Um, so division is not always a bad thing. In fact, division is lots of times a road to unity. And so we need to unify among the common values that make us distinctly American. The Constitution of the United States and within our families even, within our faith communities, and that's the type of unity that we really want. It's All right, so now that we've talked about unity, let's talk about some action steps now to help us to actually move forward with creating a unified society, okay? So let's start off. First thing you gotta do, know what you believe. It's so important that you know exactly what you believe. And then, after you do that, number two, surround yourself with other people that have the same or similar beliefs. So for myself, my wife, my family, we go to church. That's a great place to start right there if that's something that, that you're into. Um, third thing, you need to grow as a person. You need to learn how to, become a, uh, how to become a good husband, how to become a good wife, how to become somebody who is valued by your community, uh, that, uh, whether it be community of faith, or the people that you surround yourself with. Make yourself really stand out among them. And then finally, what you have to do is bring them along with you on your journey of growth. Help them to see the value in bettering themselves each and every day. I, I believe that if you do these things, that will bring healing to our country and will bring back the American way. I am Bill Sang, and this is the Bill Sang Podcast.